You're listening to NTSU Sports on WGNS. Not going back quite as far as I did last inning, but in 1953, on April the 29th, there was a youth baseball program called the Little Bigger League (laughs) for boys aged 13 to 15. Changed its name to the... Babe Ruth League. Correct. Babe Ruth League and uh, the Babe's Widow was in complete agreement with that. There's a swing and a ball hit up the middle and a base hit. Oh, shortstop. Uh, Fausto Lopez. Matt. Uh, leads off with a single in the sixth inning. Raiders need to get something going with the bats. Yeah, Matt King laid out for that. Ball got through underneath him. That was King who got hit in the head by a pitched ball batting in the top of the inning. So Lopez at first, nobody out, and the batter is Wyatt Morgan. Got the final numbers on Zach Keenan. He goes five innings, gives up seven runs, six of them earned on eight hits, no walks, seven strikeouts. Morgan 0 for 2. Takes a strike called. Boy, Gars has been right around the plate all night. Yeah, he uh, and they've got a right-hander back up and throwing uh, in support. He's never, uh, he has never, in his college career, pitched into the uh, the sixth inning. The pitch to the plate, swung on, fouled. And the count will go to 0-2 on Morgan. Fausto Lopez at first, nobody out. That hit was the fourth off Garza, but the Raiders have not been able to put together multiple hits in yeah. any inning so far. Garza up to, uh, let's see, um, right at 75 pitches. Here's the 0-2 and it's outside for a ball. I think that was number 75. One and two. So the Game most- time tomorrow will be 3 o'clock for the Saturday afternoon uh, matinee. Weather is supposed to be terrific. Want to see everybody out. The one-two pitch way outside, ball two. Two and two. Well, it looks like Peyton Winkington will get the start tomorrow, Dick, unless something unusual happens with this one and we have a chance to pull it off late. Throw to first, runner back. Coach Tolman told me before the game that they were going to look hard at the radar in the morning because rain is forecast for Sunday, and if it looks like it's going to be a – Downpour on Sunday, they might play two tomorrow, but they'll have to make that decision early. Yeah, I, uh, I think uh, you and I talked about that uh, earlier in the week and our texting back and forth. I'm not going to be surprised at all if we play two tomorrow. Well, three was outside to Morgan, so it's three and two. I think t- uh, uh, San Antonio is going to be anxious to get all three. Swing and a miss, and Morgan down on strikes. Four out number one in the sixth inning. Yeah, they're, they're a team that's moving towards the top. And uh, 
They may not catch uh, Southern Miss, but they sure would like to finish second, get that second seed in the tournament. Six strikeouts now for Garza. And with one out, the batter is Jackson Galloway, 0 for 2. He had a 12-game hitting streak broken in the finale at La Tech last weekend. Swing and a miss. Nothing in one. Where has this guy been all season? Uh, in the bullpen. And he didn't even make his first appearance. Uh, earlier, I think I said February, but it really wasn't. He didn't make his first appearance. Uh, first and a runner back. Until uh, May, March, rather, March 15th. Through three innings that day, ended up with a win uh, in relief. One strike to count. Two Galloway. Garza out of the stretch and the pitch. High. One ball, one strike. Softball is hosting La Tech this week. They're over across campus playing a team that's uh, one of the top teams in Conference USA softball. Swing and a miss. One and two. La Tech 32 and 17 with a 12 and 6 conference record. The Raiders 19 and 28 and a 6 and 12 mark in Conference USA. That game's underway now. One and two the count to Galloway. Runner goes, ball hit to the right side, through a base hit. Lopez on his way to third. Nice hit and run pulled off between. Lopez and Galloway, who singled past the second baseman. And uh, because uh, they had started the runner, Fausto was, I think it confused the second baseman because Fausto was coming into his field division as he was trying to figure out how to catch that baseball. So runners at the corners now with one out for Briggs Rudder, who was grounded out and struck out. Rudder, a right-handed batter, makes a strike, nothing in one. Mason Spears on deck. He has provided the Raiders with their only run so far, a solo home run in the fourth. Rudder swings and misses, strike two. Got some games going down in the uh, back behind the left field fence. Got a lot of junior uh, railbirds that strike three swinging. And John, he has made some of our hitters, uh, some of our right handed yeah. hitters, look really bad. And that was another one. I don't know what he's throwing up there, but they are not hitting it. Nope. I think one of our junior road runners got a hold of a baseball, and uh, it's his. Definitely uh, turning into a game down there. Seventh strikeout for Garza, and now we'll have a mound visit. They're going to make a pitching change. Yeah, I think, well, he, uh, when you think about it, he is way past anything he's ever done. 
he's pitched well and uh you know i don't think you want to you won't have any argument from the raiders on that move no. we'll uh, take a break while the new pitcher comes in tell you about him in just a moment on the blue raider network from learfield our employees at Purity Dairy are proud to be true blue supporters of Middle Tennessee athletics and their student athletes. At Purity Dairy, we aim to be the most trusted source of wholesome, delicious dairy products for every occasion. We never forget how fortunate we are to be invited into your home, and we earn our place by holding ourselves to the highest standards. With over 100 products available in Tennessee, Alabama, and Kentucky, visit your local retailer for Purity Milk, ice cream, and more. Hey, hey, hey! Nothing gets your attention like a happy client. When we were planning our move from Wisconsin to Murfreesboro, we chose Chip Walters of Exit Realty. He knows Rutherford County, and we looked in several neighborhoods. And Chip helped us write an offer on a house in Murfreesboro. And it was accepted on the first try. If you were to tell me you were looking at buying or selling a home, I'd tell you to choose Chip. I'm Chip Walters with Exit Realty, Bob Lamon Associates, your trusted advisor in real estate. The Blue Raiders play here. WGNS, Murfreesboro, Smyrna. New pitcher is Braylon Owens. He's a right-hander, 6'2", 230, out of Elgin, Texas. And he is making his 10th appearance, all but one in relief. He's thrown 16 innings, given up 10 runs, nine of them earned on 19 hits. 10 walks, 21 strikeouts, 5.06 ERA, a 2-1 record with no saves, and opponents hitting 288. Of those uh, 19 hits he's given up, eight of them have been for extra bases. Four doubles, a triple, and three home runs. He's a big one. Yep. So this is the kind of guy that uh, uh, we could get a hold of and all of a sudden, turned something into a big inning. Freshman Braylon Owens. He will face Mason Spears, who might have wanted another at bat against Garza because he hit one out of the park in the fourth inning, but he's been the only offense the Raiders been able to muster in this game. This is the first inning where the Raiders have had more than one hit in an inning. Lopez opened with a single after Morgan struck out. Galloway and Lopez on a nice hit and run. Galloway singled and uh, Lopez went to third. So first and third, two outs, and Mason Spears will be the batter. Also, congratulations to men's golf and to Michael Bernard in particular, the Conference USA Championships. The Raiders team finished fifth, uh, had three very good rounds of two under par each day, and Bernard was the individual leader. I'm sorry, that was Bernard who had three individual rounds of two under par each day, uh, minus six for the tournament, and won the individual title in Conference USA, our team, Finished in fifth place. Here's Spears, runners first and third, two outs. 
So does an individual title get you an inv invite to an NCAA regional? I think maybe it does, yes. If it doesn't, it should. All right, here's Owens with his first pitch to Mason Spears, and it is swung on and fouled. Out of play, Fausto Lopez picked it up, the runner at third. One strike to count. Both those runners uh, on base belong to Garza. Seven to one, the Raiders trailing here in the sixth inning, two on, two out. Here's Owens' pitch. Swung on, hit up the middle. Shortstop's going to field it, step on the bag, and that will end the Raiders' sixth inning. So Spears hits him to fielder's choice as Galloway is forced at second. And in the inning, no runs, two hits, two left. Let's give you the totals after six for UTSA. Seven runs, eight hits, no errors. And for Middle Tennessee, one run, five hits, one error. Seven to one, Roadrunners. As we go to the seventh inning on the Blue Raider Network from Learfield. At Ascension St. Thomas, care is more than a word. Care is serving our patients, standing with them in times of need, and showing compassion when they're at their most vulnerable. Care is listening and delivering personalized plans from a team of specialists, providing leading edge treatments at every step. At Ascension St. Thomas, care is more than a word. It's our calling. Make your next appointment at getsthealthcare.com. Today's game is brought to you in part by proud partners of Blue Raider Athletics, Granison Associates, certified public accountants. They provide a full range of tax preparation, accounting, and bookkeeping services for both business and individual needs. That's Granison Associates. Give them a call at 615-895-1040 or visit Granison Associates online at gcpas.com. Flagship station for Blue Raider Sports, WGNS. Just past the top of the hour, so let's pause for station identification as you listen to Middle Tennessee Baseball. The flagship station for Blue Raider Sports, News Radio WGNS, Murfreesboro, Smyrna. The Blue Raiders play here. Barbara John Callow with you from Reese Smith Field. Raiders trailing 7-1. to one. James Sells will start uh, here in the seventh inning, a clean inning. Had to come in with the bases loaded and no outs in the sixth and gave up two sacrifice flies but got out of the inning. A swinging strike to Ian Bailey leading off for the Roadrunners. One strike. Sells comes right back and pitches outside, one and one. Sells struck out the last batter, Poston, to end the sixth inning. Freshman right-hander delivers and a swing and a tap foul at the plate. One ball, two strikes. Final line on uh, the starter, Daniel Garza. He goes five and two-thirds innings, gives up one run. That was the home run to Mason Spears. On five hits, one walk, seven strikeouts. Ball popped up in the shallow right field. Jennings back. He is under it, and he's got it for out number one. 
One up, one down in the seventh. And here is Ryan Flores has a solo home run and three at-bats. Flores, the first baseman, has extended his hitting streak to eight straight games. And that home run was his seventh of the season. Left-handed batter takes the pitch outside, ball one. Getting into the late innings now, and the Raiders still six runs down. Swinging a foul off his fist. One ball, one strike. And the pitch. Swung on, fouled out of play. Did you get anything later on FAU and FIU? Well, Dick, uh, since the last time I gave you scores, that uh, that game is 7-1. It's saying top of the ninth with two outs. It's been saying top of the ninth with two outs for about the last half hour. So you have to wonder whether uh, somebody just forgot to put the last out in or rain delay. Who knows what's going on down well, there? Well, in Florida, it could very well be a rain delay. Pitch was outside. Two and two now to Flores. Breaking ball misses. Full count. But anyway, with six-run lead and only having to get one out. There's a ball hit to left field. That's a base hit. Drops in front of Galloway and... Floor is on with his second hit of the game. I think it's. Uh, Didn't try to do too no. much with that pitch with just got a 3 2 count, just yep. stuck his bat out and sent it to the opposite field. One on, one out. Here's Diaz. Raiders have not been able to get the Roadrunner catcher out in this game. He is three for three. Has scored a run. All three hits singles. Ground ball to short. Low pass to second. Out there. Throw to first. Out. Double play. And the inning is over. So that is all in the seventh. That is a 6-4-3 twin killing. The Raiders 29th of the season. No runs, one hit, nobody left. Seventh inning stretch time here at Reese Smith Field. It's UTSA 7, Middle Tennessee 1 on the Blue Raider Network from Learfield. Nothing is more expensive than a missed opportunity that could have changed your life. Maybe you're just graduating high school or are working and need to earn a degree to advance your career. Or you aspire to be a leader and a graduate degree can make that happen. Whether you're just starting out or retooling for the future, Middle Tennessee State University can help you get there. MTSU, the University of Opportunities.
It's a new season. Get ready for more men's and women's college sports excellence. Trophies will be awarded in June to schools who take the top spot in the 2021-22 Learfield Directors Cup. The premier award recognizes one winning institution in all competitive divisions. Follow your favorite team's progress as seasonal standings are announced at L Directors Cup on Twitter and online at directorscup.org. The crowning achievement in college athletics. This copyrighted broadcast is an exclusive presentation of Learfield under the broadcasting rights granted by Middle Tennessee State University. Reuse of this presentation is prohibited without the expressed written consent of Middle Tennessee State University and Learfield. Announcers are provided by Learfield and approved by the university. The Blue Raiders on News Radio WGNS. We go to the bottom half of the seventh inning. Raiders trailing seven to one. One more, uh, one more time for you, John. And okay. Oh, this is also 1953 on April the 29th. Braves first baseman Joe Adcock. Yep. Hits one into the center field bleachers at the Polo Grounds, becoming the first major league player to do that. That was only about nine jillion feet to center 475 field. feet in the third inning. Yeah. Now, one other player had done it previously, Luke Easter, playing for the Homestead Grays in the Negro League contest, did it in 1948. Now, the other two home runs into the center field bleachers came on consecutive days from Hank Aaron and Lou Brock. And I don't think they played on the same team together, no. so that had to be two different teams. It would have been with teams. Uh, and that Braves. was on consecutive days in 1962. And that would have been uh, uh, the Braves and uh, the Cardinals against the Mets. I guess that's right. Yeah. At the old polo grounds. Boy, what an adventure was it was to pitch in that <laughs> stadium with the short, oh, gosh, short fences and left and right, and then it just went. What it was for, it went on forever. Yeah, it was like 240 or something like that down the lines. Isn't that where, that's where Willie Mays made his basket uh, catch right. off uh, Vic Wirtz, wasn't yeah. it? Yeah, and uh, here's Brett Coker to lead off the Raiders' seventh inning. It wasn't the deepest part of center field, though. The pitch swung on a miss. Strike one, freshman Braylon Owens in in relief of the starter, Garza retired Spears on a fielder's choice to end the sixth inning. Raiders had two men on. One strike to count to Coker. Inside, one and one. Raiders have just not been able to put it together tonight offensively. Check swing and the pitch called a ball. Two balls, one strike. Got some updates now from Conference USA. One of them is kind of interesting. Two and one, the count to Coker. And the pitch, three and one. So um, everything in the Eastern time zone now is final. Charlotte beat uh, Marshall 11 to four. 
in uh, West Virginia, over in Norfolk. Uh, it was ODU 5, Louisiana Tech nothing. That's a final down in Boca Raton. Uh, FAU 7-1 uh, winner. And that's a walk. Walk to Coker on a 3-2 pitch. And he's at first base with nobody out. Down in uh, Houston, uh, Western Kentucky and Rice, they're in the top of the sixth, Western leading three to nothing. They're in the top of the eighth down in Birmingham. And the Blazers have gone on top seven to six over USM. Here's Gabe Jennings with a runner at first, nobody out. Jennings 0 for two. Oh, this is not Jennings, is it? No, this would. Jacob Williams. So a pinch hitter. We didn't catch that. First pitch to him is low, four ball one. So Jacob Williams pinch hitting for Jennings here in the seventh. Which means we'll have a new second baseman for the Raiders next inning and it Probably won't be Jennings. I would say. I mean, won't be uh, Williams. I'd say it's probably going to be uh, Peralta. Pitch is outside. Ball two, two and zero. Oh. With Mayberry. Cloyd is going uh, up in the bat in the on deck circle. He will hit for Snyder. To a runner at first, no outs. Two and zero. Oh, the count to Jacob Williams. Throw to first and the runner back. Well, Coach Tillman pulling out the uh, pulling out the whole cards, isn't he? Uh, we'll see what uh, <laughs> see what he had in the hole. Pitches outside. Ball three, three and zero. Oh. Jacob Williams, two thirty-five on the year with two homers. Big right-handed uh, They're sending somebody to the the Roadrunner bullpen in a hurry. Time and, called. And we get a mound visit so that, that uh, whoever it was that just sprinted down there can get a chance to either get himself started or get somebody else started. So the freshman Owens walked the leadoff batter here in the seventh, and he's 3-0 and on Jacob Williams. And it will be McCloyd waiting to hit next. Left-handed better. And they get a right-hander up, and he's working in a hurry. So we're ready to get back to action now. Pitching coach out there is killing a little time to give his reliever yeah. a few more tosses. Three balls, no strikes to Williams. No one's looking into Diaz for the sign. It's number six, Ryan Beard down there in the... Uh... And he walked him on four pitches. So now first and second, nobody out. McLeod is capable.
pinch hit in uh, the La Tech series and had a base hit in that big 12th inning. He's a left-handed batter. Four seventeen on the year, John. Five out of twelve with a home run. Well, I'd say he's a good man to have in this situation. Oh, now, time call, and we're going to have a runner at first base for Williams. Is that number? Who is that number? That's not Peralta, is it? 41, I think that is. Yeah, that's who it is. Peralta running at first. He'll probably go in to play second base, as John suggested. Now McLeod steps under the box with two men on. Owens with the pitch. Swinging a foul back. Had a real good cut at a fastball. Nothing in one. Mason out of Greensburg, Indiana. Now this is that potential big, uh, big inning that we talked about earlier in the ball game. Raiders can put up big innings. It's like Bryson Thomas has grabbed a bat. He's yeah. going to hit next. And the pitch. Low for, oh, called a strike. Oh. Well, McLeod is a big boy, so that one must have come in right at the knees. Two strikes the count. Not much going on with that flag, so I'm not sure there's there's going to be a wind aid at anything in this situation. He's going to have to do it on his own. First and second. No outs in the seventh inning. Raiders have put two men on for the second inning in a row, trying to get something out of it. Couldn't get anything last inning. The 0-2 pitch, swing oh. and a miss, struck him out. That is out number one. That will be Bryson Thomas. He will hit for Benson. So we'll probably see uh, Dillingham in center. Bryson Thomas hitting 271, two homers, 11 RBIs on the season. And the pitch. Swing and a miss. Nothing in one. I think he got a little piece of that just right back into the mitt. One strike to count. Thomas, big right-handed batter, senior. Takes the pitch low and away. One ball, one strike. Raiders trailing seven to one. We're in the bottom of the seventh inning. Looks like that right-hander in the bullpen is ready to go if they need him. Thomas fouls it out of play to the right. Count goes to one and two. 
Big right-hander out of Spring Hill, Tennessee. Has been used both as a first baseman and a pitcher this season. One ball, two strikes. Freshman Braylon Owens out of the stretch. Pitch low and inside, uh, one and or two and two and two. Uh, that was a pretty good pitch. That one was a tough one to lay off of. Outfield deep for Bryson Thomas. Two balls, two strikes. And foul that one off to the left. Outfield playing him straight away, even though they are deep. So there's uh, there is room in the gaps. A lot of room on the right side uh, in the infield. They've, the second baseman is definitely shading up the middle. Another 2-2 pitch. Strike three called, outside corner. So after he walked the first two batters, he has struck out the next two. And that is nine strikeouts now for UTSA pitchers tonight. The batter will be Fausto Lopez, has a single, has walked, and has grounded out. Runner still first and second, now two outs. Takes the first pitch from Owens, and it's outside for ball one. And I think it'd be fair to say that way too many of those nine strikeouts have come at inopportune times, Dick. Yes. Here's Owens' pitch, and it's outside ball two. Takes a lot of time out there before he releases the ball. Which is okay. I used to always tell pitchers that the game can't continue until you throw the ball, so there's no time limit. <laughs> no. Swung on, hit the right field on a line, but it's going to oh. be caught. And that is all in the seventh inning. Fausto hit it solidly, but caught by the right fielder King. No runs, no hits, two left. We've completed seven full innings. It is still UTSA 7, Middle Tennessee 1 on the Blue Raider Network from Learfield. Will Fraley, attorney at law, has experience you can count on. Former Blue Raider baseball player and MTSU alum Will Fraley serves Murfreesboro and the surrounding communities. Put a strong and experienced legal fighter on your case. Give Will Fraley a call and he can handle all of your legal matters, including criminal and domestic or family law. Visit WillFraleyLaw.com or call 615-410-7290. This isn't your regular cola, so this isn't your regular cola ad. This is Nitro Pepsi, the first cola ever infused with nitrogen. Think an infusion of smaller bubbles for a cola that's got a lighter, smoother texture. 
And don't get me started on the pour. We're talking turn the can completely upside down and watch as those bubbles cascade into the glass to create a frothy, luxurious foam topping. Ah, this is cola like you've never had it before. New Nitro Pepsi. Smooth, creamy, delicious. Blue Raiders on News Radio WGNS, Murfreesboro, Smyrna. Defensive changes uh, for the Raiders here in the eighth inning. As uh, we thought, Peralta will stay in the game and play second base. McLeod will go to right field and Brian Dillingham will enter the game and play center field. He'll be in the number nine spot. Throw goes down to second. And we are set to go. It's going to be Chase King to lead off here in the eighth inning. And we've got a new pitcher out there for the Raiders. Did not notice that. I think that's going to be number 42, Jason Wirtz. If I heard that right. Yep, it is Jason Wirtz. I'll get you some numbers on Jalen Wirtz. Jalen Wirtz. Right-hander. Get you some numbers on him in just a second. So here's Chase King to lead off. In the eighth inning, UTSA leading seven to one. First pitch to him is swung on, hit in the air to center field. Dillingham, back, back, back. And that one is gonna leave the ballpark. So, Wirtz's first pitch finds its way out of the ballpark to dead center field. It's now an eight to one game. Jalen Wirtz making his sixth appearance. He's thrown nine in the third innings, giving up uh, four runs. Well, that's five now. Uh, all but one of them earned on uh, what is now 13 hits, two walks, nine strikeouts. He's got a 2.89 ERA that just went up with no record. Fourth home run for the Roadrunners tonight. And the first pitch to Walker goes all the way to the backstop, ball one. Wirtz is a freshman out of Gallatin, pitched at uh, Station Camp High School over there in Sumner County. One ball, no strikes, ball two inside, two and oh. Isaiah Walker has struck out Hit into a fielder's choice and reached on an error, 0 for 3. Right-hander comes set and delivers a strike on the outside corner, 2 and 1. Final numbers on James Sells. He goes two innings, no runs on one hit, no walks, and one strikeout. The pitch. Strike at the knees, two and two. Chase King hit Wirtz's first pitch out of the park to dead center field. And with that home run, his ERA went from 289 
to 386. Almost a full run. Strike three call. Walker called out on strikes. One out in the eighth inning. And here is Barry. Two home runs, one of those a three-run shot and a sacrifice fly. He's driven in five of their eight runs. That is officially two for two in the game with two runs scored. Three of their four home runs have been hit by the leadoff batter in an inning. And we had another one that almost went out. That was Flores uh, in the uh, second. Would have gone out if uh, hadn't been pulled back at the wall. Ball hitting the air to left field. Galloway drifting back near the warning track. And right. he's got it for was, out number two in the <laughs> inning. That was a strange route to that baseball. Shortstop number three, Matt King. I think the ball carried on him. Here's Matt King. 0 for 2. He's been hit by a pitch. Got hit in the batting helmet back in the... Sixth inning by Sells. Stayed in the game. He fouls the first pitch off over the visitors' dugout yeah. down the third base yeah, side. Strike scramble, one. Scramble for that baseball. Young man says, I got it. I got it. I picked it up off the ground, and I've got a baseball. Pitch outside, one ball, one strike. They don't want to turn those things back in, do they? No. <laughs> Even though there's a valuable prize waiting for them if they do. Now the valuable prize is the baseball itself. Pitch outside, ball two, two and one. When I was a kid, a baseball was a valuable, valuable commodity. There is a foul into the dugout down the third base side. And you played two with, and two. You played with it until it just couldn't play with it anymore. Then you took some black electrician's tape and taped it up. That's exactly right. And you played with it some more. Two balls, two strikes to King. And he struck him out swinging. Well, it's a good comeback for the young freshman after giving up a home run on his first pitch. Strikes out two of the next three, retires three in order. But one run on one hit, nobody left. We'll go to the bottom of the eighth inning, UTSA 8, Middle Tennessee 1 on the Blue Raider Network from Learfield. Today's game is brought to you in part by proud partners of Blue Raider Athletics, Grannis & Associates, certified public accountants. They provide a full range of tax preparation, accounting, and bookkeeping services for both business and individual needs. That's Grannis & Associates. Give them a call at 615-895-1040 or visit Grannis & Associates online at gcpas.com. It's just a few cocktails at happy hour. There aren't any cops around. After every game, we always have a few. It's no big deal. It was just a few drinks. I'm good. Hey, I can hold my liquor. I drink and drive all the time. If you put away some drinks, 
Put away your keys. Fans don't let fans drive drunk. Brought to you by the Tennessee Highway Safety Office. The Blue Raiders play here. News Radio WGNS. We go to the bottom of the eighth inning. I sense you just got a score update. Yeah, wow. Down in Birmingham, they're in the top of the ninth now. And UAB is leading that ball game 10 to 6. How about that? Well, Southern Miss has a comfortable lead with only, uh, what, three, <coughs> three series yeah. left? No, nobody's going to catch them. Here's Wyatt Morgan leading off the eighth inning, looking for his first hit. He's 0 for 3. Swings through the first pitch from Owens for strike one. One strike to count. That one misses low. One and one. Very quiet here at the ballpark. A lot of the folks filed out after the seventh inning. Swing and a miss. One and two the count. Morgan is grounded out, popped out, and struck out. Owens, the freshman right-hander, reliever, with the pitch. Hit in the air, foul off to the left side. That'll be out of play. Count holes at two balls and two strikes. John, you may have been at this game in 1978. It was... In St. Louis at Bush Stadium, mm. Cardinals and the Dodgers, and the Cardinals tied a franchise record for the quickest nine-inning game in their history. Wow. I would not have been at that game. The 2-2 two -two pitch. That hit him. hit him. Morgan hit by a pitch. We'll go down to first base. Let's see. They played that game. In an hour and 33 minutes. I was going to say it had to be right around the hour and 30 minute minute. Cardinals beat the Dodgers one to nothing. It Gibson was pitch. the managerial debut of Ken Boyer. Oh, wow. Who replaced Vern Rapp, who had been fired four days earlier. Yeah, Vern Rapp was a disaster for the Cardinals. Morgan at first base, hit by a pitch. And the batter, Jackson Galloway, takes it outside, ball one. Didn't say who pitched for the Cardinals, did it? No, it did not. That sounds like a Gibson game to me. Well, except he was already gone by 78 or so, wasn't he? Who was 78. Pitching? Yeah. That's the kind of game Bob Gibson pitched, though. Here's the pitch, swung on, hit high in the air to left field. Deep, but not deep enough. It's going to be caught out there by the center fielder, Walker, for out number one. One out in the eighth, and the batter will be Briggs Rudder. He is grounded out and struck out twice. 
Ken Boyer wore number 14 for the Cardinals. The only number the Cardinals have retired that for a player who is not in the Baseball Hall of Fame. They thought a lot of him, didn't they? Sure did. He was the captain. Check swing and they appeal to say he did not go. Ball one to Rudder. Grounded out and struck out twice. He uh, talking about chirping. I think they got some chirping from the San Antonio dugout on that. Umpire looked over that way. Oh, inside, backed him away, almost hit him. Two balls, no strikes. Eight to one, the Roadrunners leading. Bottom of the eighth inning. There's ball three down low. Three and oh. Coach is thinking, throw it in there and let him hit it somewhere. Mm -hmm. You got what a seven run lead now. There's ball four and he walked him. Two walks in the inning. That should get that right-hander back up. Unless they feel like he's already ready. And see, that's four walks for this freshman pitcher in two innings. And the batter is Mason Spears. Now three walks and a hit batter. Is that what it is? Yeah, that's right. But that's four free passes. You got to make him pay for that. You just have to. Spears. Waiting and hits the ball in the air. It's going to be foul. First baseman's over. And it he will be just out of his reach. Yep. One strike to Mason. Home run and three trips. Just got over that, uh, that fence that runs parallel to the right field line. Roadrunners infield plays for two, of course, with runners at first and second. Third baseman playing pretty deep. And the pitch. Oh, swung on and fouled out of play to the left. He hit that oh. a long way, just uh, got out in front of it. Nothing in two. I don't know if that has home run distance, if it stays fair or not, but it was close. No one's the right-hander comes set and the 0-2 pitch is swung on. And again, hit down the left field line deep, but foul. It's to straighten one of those out. Mm. Straighten one of those out, and all of a sudden that uh, that deficit's cut in half. Two strikes to count. Runners lead at first and second. Oh, strike three call. That looked 
Outside. Appeared to be out of the strike zone. It sure did. But it's getting late. <laughs> That's second out. Third strikeout for Owens. And the batter is Coker. Brett had the Raiders' first hit back in the second inning. He's one for two with a walk. Boy, they've got that left fielder playing almost back to the track. Now, when's the right-hander come set? And the pitch to the plate, line to left field, a base hit. They're going to wave the lead runner. Throw coming in is cut off, and it's an 8-2 to two game. Woke some people up, including two up here in the press box. <laughs> Morgan comes in to score, make it 8-2. to two. RBI single for Coker. Gets his 19th run batted in of the season. Second hit of the game. And the first hit off Owens. And uh, I'll bring up Peralta, his first A.B. So Peralta will stand in. He came in defensively. Well, he had been a pinch runner. To play second base after he ran for Williams in the seventh inning. Three out of 16 for the season. Switch hitter batting left-handed against the right-hander Owens. And the pitch. Low, ball one. Might be looking at our shortstop for next year, John. I think you I don't might. know what they've got in recruited the coming in, but this kid, uh, pretty good glove man. Sure is. Out of Lawrence. Massachusetts. We've seen him play short. We've seen him play second. One ball, no strikes. Eight to two. We're in the bottom of the eighth inning. The pitch high. Two and oh. That right-hander's in the bullpen back up and throwing again. I'd say he's ready to go if... If if he were to walk Peralta, I think we... We'll see a new pitcher. Line shot, but caught by the shortstop. And that will end the inning. Hit it solidly, but right at the shortstop. King made the catch for the third out. One run on one hit, two left. We've completed eight full innings. It is UTSA. Eight, Metal Tennessee, two on the Blue Raider Network from Learfield. Prescription opioids can be addictive and dangerous. I was given a prescription opioid pain medication, and within only a few months, I was completely addicted. I lost everything. I had to leave school, stop playing sports in college, and I started to watch my life slip away. I want people to know that these drugs are addictive. One prescription can be all it takes to lose everything. Prescription opioids. It only takes a little to lose a lot. Visit cdc.gov slash rxawareness. 
Hey, Blue Raiders, thinking about buying a second home along the coast? I've got you covered. From Gulf Shores to Apalachicola, or maybe a condo cabin in the Smokies, I've got that covered too. Buying, selling, or auction here in Middle Tennessee? Not a problem either. Call on me, Richard Lewis, for all of your real estate dreams. Oh, by the way, I'm never too busy for any of your referrals. Exit Realty, Bob Lamb and Associates, 615-896-5656. News Radio WGNS, the flagship station for Blue Raider Sports. Top of the ninth inning, the Blue Raiders will bring another pitcher on to pitch the ninth. Daniel Dewey is a freshman. The local youngster played at uh, Rockvale High School, 6'3", Making his uh, fourth appearance all in relief. He's thrown two in a, uh, two-thirds innings, giving up four runs all earned on two hits, four walks, four strikeouts, 13.50 ERA with no record. But uh, we saw him when against Lipscomb through a, a nice, clean inning. Yes. Raiders have Nagishi in at first base now. That's one of the reasons you play those midweek games to give these uh, young guys a chance to get out there and show what they can do. That's kind of outing that earns you a spot on the weekend roster. Top of the batting order, top of the ninth, Jonathan Tapia, 0 for 4. Actually, 0 for 3 as one of those outs was a sacrifice fly. Dewey is a right-hander, delivers to the right-hand hitter, and it's ball one. It's final down in Birmingham, Dick. UAB knocks off Southern Mississippi 10 to 6. They must be resting some players. <laughs> Swinging a foul out of play, one and one. I think I think it's a little too early to rest. Second place team, Louisiana Tech, lost to Old Dominion. One and one to Tapia. And Dewey with the pitch. High ball two. Two balls and a strike. We're in the ninth inning here, and the only other action still going on in Conference USA. They're in the bottom of the eighth down in Houston with Western Kentucky on top of Rice. Four to one. Here's the two-one pitch. Ball three is outside. Count goes to three and one. Daniel Dewey hit him in the back, I think. Looks like that would have been ball four, but it hit him. So a runner at first, hit by pitch. 
And the batter will be Poston. Designated hitter number 16, Garrett Poston. Poston has had a lot of luck. In fact, the Raiders have handled the first three hitters in this batting order very well tonight. It's been the lower part of the batting yeah. order that's caused the problems. Boy. Poston's 0-4-3, and he's been hit by pitch, and he's just been hit again. Oh, wow. So, runners at first and second with no outs. And the batter is Bailey, who is 0 for 4. Dewey, the fourth pitcher. And none of the four, uh, for the Raiders that is, none of the four have walked anybody. But we've now hit three. Bailey's probably thinking to himself, now, why didn't he put in a pinch hitter for me? <laughs> I don't want to go up there and get hit. They're sending uh, Matt Spears out to talk with Dewey. I believe that's Rudder. Oh, is that Rudder now? Yeah, he went behind the play. Okay, did they leave Williams in to play first base? Who's that out there? Nagishi. Nagishi, got it. Okay. Did that just happen? Uh, start of the inning, I think. Okay. Now Bailey's ready to go. In the right-hand box, Daniel Dewey looking in for the sign. And the pitch. Strike at the letters. Bailey's not digging in too, uh, too no, much up there, is he? I wouldn't. Raider infield looking for two. And the one strike pitch is outside, one and one. Coker and Lopez remain on the left side, but on the right side, Peralta is playing second, and Nagishi is at first. Action in the Raider bullpen, right-hander throwing down there. have no idea who it is. Dewey turns and forces the runner back to second. That's Tapia doing a little tap dance out there. <laughs> one ball and one strike to count. Swing and a ground ball, base hit through. On the left side, they'll hold the bases loaded as the throw comes in and Bailey has his first hit of the game. Tapia to third, Poston to second. And the batter is Flores. Cleanup hitter has a home run and a single. Left-handed batter. Dewey comes set. Pitch low and inside, ball one. We 
We're in the top of the ninth inning. Raiders trailing eight to two, and that one hit him, I think. No, I think that just went through, and uh, it uh, came off the brick wall. Came awfully close, didn't it? It sure did. Bounced back to Briggs Rudder, and so that's not even a wild pitch. Two balls, no strikes. Because there wasn't any place for anybody to go. The pitch. Right where Rudder wanted it, but batter didn't offer outside. 3-0. and Ball four, and that will force in a run. Tapia will cross home plate to make it nine to two. And still nobody out here in the ninth inning. And of course, gives Flores uh, an RBI, and that uh, brings a visit to the mound. And he's already called for a new pitcher. So Dewey is going to come out after. Failing to retire a batter. We will take a break, tell you about the new pitcher when we come back on the Blue Raider Network from Learfield. Hey, Blue Raiders, thinking about buying a second home along the coast? I've got you covered. From Gulf Shores to Apalachicola, or maybe a condo cabin in the Smokies, I've got that covered too. Buying, selling, or auction here in Middle Tennessee, not a problem either. Call on me, Richard Lewis, for all of your real estate dreams. Oh, by the way, I'm never too busy for any of your referrals. Exit Realty, Bob Lamb and Associates, 615-896-5656. Nothing is more expensive than a missed opportunity that could have changed your life. Maybe you're just graduating high school, or are working and need to earn a degree to advance your career. Or you aspire to be a leader, and a graduate degree can make that happen. Whether you're just starting out or retooling for the future, Middle Tennessee State University can help you get there. MTSU, the University of Opportunities. Listening to NTSU Sports on WTNS. New pitcher is Justin Goldstein. He is a sophomore, 6'3, 180, out of Tustin, California, and Orange Coast College. Making his sixth appearance, all in relief. He's thrown two and two thirds innings, given up three runs. They were all unearned. And that was on two hits, four walks, three strikeouts. So his ERA is zero, and he has no record. Opponents hitting 182 against him. Uh, go along with those four walks, though he's thrown two wild pitches. And he's hit a batter, and he's uh, balked once. So control has been on a little bit of an issue. Teammates with... Nagishi at Orange Coast College in California last year. And so Goldstein will work to Diaz, who hit into a double play to end the seventh inning. And 
This is not Diaz, though. This is somebody else. Number 37. It is. It is who? It is Diaz. Oh, it is. He's just not wearing the number we thought he was going to be wearing. 37. Yeah. The pitch. That's in for a strike. Nothing in one. We were told on the original lineup he was going to wear 44. So one strike. Diaz three for four. Get into a double play his last time up. Uh, he wouldn't do that two in a row, would he? Outside, one ball, one strike. Justin Goldstein on the mound becomes the fifth Blue Raider pitcher. Keenan started, that seems like a week ago. Went five innings, gave up seven runs. And uh, now it's nine to two in the top of the ninth inning. Pitch skips up there, it's gets by pitch. Rudder, and another run will cross home plate. Be a wild pitch coming in to score is Poston to make it 10 to 2. This might be one of those situations where they don't have a 44 in gray. Because he's. Uh, like the Raiders don't have a 13 in blue. Yeah, because. Uh, he is definitely listed on the roster wearing number 44. And there is no 37 on the on the roster. Two balls, one strike now to Diaz. Now that run is going to be charged to Dewey. That'll be Dewey's responsibility. That's the second that'll be charged to him. The runner at third, the runner at second. Both of those runners belong to Dewey. Two balls and a strike. Here's Goldstein with the pitch. Outside, ball three. Uh, good stop by Rudder, or that one is headed to the screen. Let's call. Let's pause 10 seconds for station identification as you listen to Blue Raider baseball. The flagship station for Blue Raider sports. News Radio WGNS, Murfreesboro, Smyrna. The Blue Raiders play here. Swinging a foul back. That'll run the count full to Diaz. Three and two. Boy, this game has just come to a screeching halt, hasn't it? We were clicking along pretty good. We sure uh, were. It's about two innings ago, and it has slowed to a crawl. Full count, three and two. Second and third. And that pitch is low, ball four. That's the second walk in succession. Those are the only two walks of the night for the Raiders. They're going to send in a pitch runner. Number five or six, what is it? This is number five. Five. Pitch running for UTSA, number five, Josh Killeen. Josh Killeen is the pinch runner. So he's at first base. 
at second base, Flores at third base, Bailey. Still nobody out here in the ninth inning and the batter is King. Left-handed batter takes the pitch for ball one. Got a right-hander starting to throw, it looks like, in the uh, Raider bullpen. King, three hits tonight, scored three times. That's from the left side. You don't Pitch want, is low, ball two. Well, you sure don't want to have to use three guys in one inning out of your bullpen on a Friday night. 2-0 and oh, the count. That'll burn your bullpen for the weekend. It's only been one hit in the inning. That one's low. Rudder lost it, but never lost it right there at home plate. Yeah, right in the at the top of the right-handed batter's box. Three balls, no strikes. And again, that was a situation that runners didn't have any place to go. Nobody even walked off their base with that pitch. It is 10 to 2 in the top of the ninth inning. And still, no, uh, no, we have one out now. Right? I don't have an out now. Thought I was, I don't either, but. Strike, it's 3 and 1. Okay. To King. That is a 0 on the scoreboard. I was. Thing and that looked like a one. Strike called, three and two. <clears throat> Goldstein pitching out of the stretch and delivers low for ball four. Wow. Three straight walks, Dick. After walking nobody all evening. Baseball is a great game, but it sometimes has no mercy. And that closes the book on uh, Daniel Dewey. He does not get an out, gives up four runs all earned on one hit, one walk, no strikeouts, and two hit batters. The batter is Walker. First pitch in for a strike. Nothing so all, all four batters that uh, Dewey faced end up scoring. Ground ball. Coker goes to second out there. And no throw to first. Another run comes in. Flores scores. That'll be charged to Dewey. Second baseman number eight, Leighton Perry. Walker will get an RBI on a four fielder's choice. Over to third is Diaz, or the pinch runner, and King was out at second. Five to four for the first out. Pitch outside, ball one to Barry. Two home runs, five runs batted in for 
Leighton Barry, the second baseman. It is now 12 to two with one out. There's ball two, two and oh to Barry. Hit in the air, gonna be a foul ball. Coker's over, he's got a play on it, and did he catch it? Yes. yes, he did, wow. He misjudged it, but he came back and caught it. Nice job. I don't think that was Wynn that got, played with that. He just was having trouble with it, probably got up in the lights. So two outs, runners at first and third, and the batter is Matt King. The ninth man to bat in the ninth inning. Goldstein just needs to get out of this now. And the pitch. Breaking ball in for a strike. Nothing in one. Goldstein walked the first two batters he faced, but then got a ground ball and a foul fly ball and the Pitch foul out of play, and now he's ahead in the count, 0-2. Got a chance to get out of this thing with just uh, one of, well, let's see. All four of the runs in this inning charged to Dewey, so uh, Goldstein has a chance to get out with uh, without a run scoring against him. And he hit him. Mm. That's going to load the bases again. That is the third hit batter of this inning. Three, three hit batters, Fifth three of the walks. game, I think. Yeah. So, Tapio will bat for the second time in the inning. One, yeah, James Sells hit a batter. Dewey hit two. Now, uh, one, two. I think it's just four. But that's four too many. The pitch. That's low for ball one. Now I had a chance to get out of it. Keenan also hit a batter early in the game. That's right. I didn't have that one. Thank you, Dick. Low in the dirt. Rudder. Let it skip past him, but they'll hold the bases loaded. If this had been a close game, that runner would have been coming from third. But it's 12 to 2. Two balls, no strikes to Tapia. Oh, where was that ball? Ball three, three and oh. And the pitch. Ball four. That'll force in a run. Tapia draws a walk with the bases loaded. And that'll be a new pitcher. Now that run will be charged to Goldstein. It will be who goes two-thirds of an inning, and they're going to have to get him out of there. 
So we'll have uh, yet another pitcher coming in from the bullpen here in the top of the ninth inning. I think we'll just keep it here and we'll tell you who the new pitcher is. This will be uh, Jack Julian, number 20. So Julian, who is would normally be the midweek starter, And they really didn't want to use him tonight, I don't yeah, think. Yeah, he might have been uh, called upon to be that Sunday starter. But he will come in and try to get out yeah. of the... Needs to come in and get one out with, with the bases loaded. Bases will be loaded with two outs. And the right-hander Jack Julian, a freshman from Hickson, Tennessee. 6'4", 235. Has had two very good back-to-back -back starts in midweek games. Sure has. Uh, Jack Julian, let me give you the numbers on him as soon as I find him here. There we go. Making his eighth appearance, uh, four of them have been in relief, four starts. He's thrown 21 in the third innings, given up 18 runs, all but one of them earned on 26 hits, 16 walks, 17 strikeouts. 7.17 ERA, 2-0 record. Opponents hitting 302 against him. He's thrown three wild pitches, hit five. So now we don't need any more of that, do we? We John? sure do not. <laughs> I mean, uh, we've we've walked four and hit five. Julian's last outing was on the 19th against started against Belmont. Went six innings, allowed one run on four hits, two walks, seven strikeouts. He got the win in that, did he not? And he did get the win. The Raiders won that game yeah. three to one. And uh, he looked really good that night. So let's see, this is Poston batting for the second time in the inning. Left-handed hitter, bases loaded, two outs. Five runs have scored. It is 13 to two. Pitch to the left-handed hitter, high ball one. Seventh pitcher of the night used by the Raiders. And John, only one hit in the inning. There's a strike yeah. called, one and one. You know, we had not walked anybody before this inning, this ninth inning. And we've walked, what, one, two, three? Or is it four? Four. Yeah. Five. Let's see. Tapia walked, Poston walked, Flores walked. No, Poston was hit by a pitch. Oh, was that one? Okay. Yeah. I can't read my own hieroglyphics over here. <laughs> it doesn't matter. He was on without getting a hit, and he scored. Count's gone to two and two now on Poston. Julian with the pitch. Swing and a miss, and the inning is thankfully over. Oh, wow. 
in the ninth, five runs. Is that right? Five? Yep. Yep. Okay. One hit, three left. We'll go to the bottom of the ninth inning. UTSA 13, Middle Tennessee 2 on the Blue Raider Network from Learfield. This isn't your regular cola. So this isn't your regular cola ad. This is Nitro Pepsi, the first cola ever infused with nitrogen. Think an infusion of smaller bubbles for a cola that's got a lighter, smoother texture. And don't get me started on the pour. We're talking turn the can completely upside down and watch as those bubbles cascade into the glass to create a frothy, luxurious foam topping. This is cola like you've never had it before. New Nitro Pepsi. Smooth, creamy, delicious. Hit a grand slam with Bunny Bread. Proud supporter of the Blue Raiders. With its soft, fresh taste you know and love, Bunny Bread and Bunny Buns are fan favorites for all ages. Bunny is the perfect triple play with the taste you want, the nutrition you need, and energy to go. So step up to the play with Bunny Bread and Bunny Buns today and share the Blue Raiders on to victory. That's what I said. Play here, WGNS, Murfreesboro, Smyrna. Go to the bottom of the ninth inning. Jacob Wright will stand in and hit for McLeod. Jacob, a left-handed batter. And the first pitch from Owens is outside four ball one. Dillingham on deck. Strike called, one and one. This spot in the batting order hasn't had much luck. They've struck no. out three times. Snyder twice, McLeod once. None, uh, none men have occupied these last three slots tonight. Strike called, and it is one and two. Jacob Wright looking for his first Blue Raider hit. In fact, this may be his first at bat. I think, I think maybe it is. I was thinking he had one. Pitch is low. One ball and one strike. Listed as a pitcher outfielder. We have seen him. Pitch in one game, I think. We have. Went an inning and two He's been used as a pinch runner a couple of times. Yeah, that's what I'm thinking about. Pitch to the plate, strike three called. And that's one out in the ninth. That's the fourth strikeout for the pitcher Owens. And now we're going to have a pitching change. Just what we need, John, another pitching change. We'll take a break, tell you about the new pitcher when he comes in on the Blue Raider Network from Learfield. At Ascension St. Thomas, care is more than a word. Care is serving our patients, standing with them in times of need, and showing compassion when they're at their most vulnerable. Care is listening and delivering personalized plans from a team of specialists providing leading edge treatments at every step. At Ascension St. Thomas, care is more than a word. It's our calling. 
Make your next appointment at GetSTHealthcare.com. Today's game is brought to you in part by proud partners of Blue Raider Athletics, Granison Associates, certified public accountants. They provide a full range of tax preparation, accounting, and bookkeeping services for both business and individual needs. That's Granison Associates. Give them a call at 615-895-1040 or visit Granison Associates online at gcpas.com. Flagship station for Blue Raider Sports, WGNS. New pitcher for San Antonio in the bottom of the ninth is Ryan Ward. He is a sophomore right-hander, 6'2", 185, out of Shirts, Texas. And he is making his uh, 10th appearance, six of them in relief. He has thrown 12 and two-thirds innings, giving up eight runs all earned. On 12 hits, 13 walks, 13 strikeouts, a 5.68 ERA, a 1-0 record with no saves. Well, this UTSA team is the second highest scoring team in Conference USA. We can understand why. Wow, yeah. Uh, They have hit the ball when it's been called for. They've taken their walks. They're second in the conference with with uh, walks, and they're hitting 309 as a team, averaging about eight and a half runs a game, John, which is uh, not too bad. Not too bad. So here's Brian Dillingham with one out in the ninth. He'll face Ward, the right-hander. And his first pitch is swung on and hit into right field. Drifting back, right fielder King will make the catch for out number two. About one step from the track. Two up and two down in the ninth. And here's Fausto Lopez. Fausto has a hit and three trips. He's also drawn a walk. So Ward has come in and with one pitch records one out. 13 to two UTSA leading. Pitch to Lopez inside ball one. We'll do this all over tomorrow afternoon at three. Hopefully we'll not have to play two tomorrow. Why that would. There's a pitch inside ball two. (laughs) Well, after tonight, that would not be fun to play no, two. No, it would on. not. And if we have to play two on Saturday, they will both be nine inning games. All three is outside, 3-0 and to Lopez. If they were to decide to play two, any chance that we'd start the first one earlier? I'd say it's probably 1 o'clock. Yeah, because I'm thinking that uh, that rain is supposed to move in Sometime in the early evening. Strike call, three and one to Lopez. Bases empty, two outs, bottom of the ninth inning. And the pitch. Ball four. Lopez draws a walk. 
And with two outs, the batter is Wyatt Morgan. That's that uh, old 27th out coming back to get him again, huh? I don't know, John. Mm. <laughs> Morgan hit by pitch in the eighth inning, 0 for 3. Lopez the runner at first. Morgan takes a whack at that first one, lines it foul off the screen. One strike to count. They're going to let Lopez steal second. He does. I can't believe they actually tried to throw him out. Throw goes into center field, but backed up by the second baseman. So a runner on second now, and the count one and one to Wyatt Morgan. Wouldn't you normally just let him have it? I mean, uh, he, he means nothing at this point. And the pitch. Swing and a miss. One ball, two strikes to Morgan. Oh, well. Got the second baseman playing about four steps into the outfield grass. Ball two outside, two and two. Five runs in the top of the ninth inning. It was already eight to two. Now it's 13 to two. Right back to the pitcher. That should be easy and this ball game is over. Raiders go peacefully in the ninth. No runs, no hits, one left. And we We'll give you your final totals here. 13 runs, 11 hits, no errors for UTSA. Two runs, like eight hits, one error for the Raiders. We'll come back and uh, wrap it up with our final totals. We'll get some words from Coach Toman, and then we will all go home. So we'll take a break. Back with our postgame show on the Blue Raider Network from Learfield. Hey, hey, hey! Nothing gets your attention like a happy client. When we were planning our move from Wisconsin to Murfreesboro, we chose Chip Walters of Exit Realty. He knows Rutherford County, and we looked in several neighborhoods. And Chip helped us write an offer on a house in Murfreesboro. And it was accepted on the first try. If you were to tell me you were looking at buying or selling a home, I'd tell you to choose Chip. I'm Chip Walters with Exit Realty, Bob Lamont Associates, your trusted advisor in real estate. Middle Tennessee Electric proudly supports the MTSU Blue Raiders. And we're proud to power the school board lights at Reese Smith Jr. Field. When it comes to the electric service in the community, you can always trust MTE to do what's best for our members. We serve by providing affordable, reliable, safe electricity and outstanding member service. Here at MTE, we serve to make life better for our members and their communities. Visit www.mtemc.com to learn more. And that scoreboard, light it up, Blue Raiders. The Murfreesboro Post is Rutherford County's sports leader. No one covers high school sports like the Post. 
Now you can receive the Murfreesboro Post delivered by mail each week to your home for only $20 a year. Sign up at MurfreesboroPost.com and click subscribe and we will get your delivery of the Murfreesboro Post started. That's MurfreesboroPost.com for delivery of the Murfreesboro Post. What do you think of when you hear community, integrity, commitment, tradition, and partners? The folks at Sodexo know it's family, friends, neighbors, and coworkers. The people we live with, work with, share our world with, and the fans we love to serve. Sodexo is community. It's a community of more than 200 employees and nonprofit volunteers and the thousands of fans we serve at MTSU. Sodexo is a community of people who are committed to enhancing your game day experience. Sodexo, proud server of your game day concession needs and proud to serve the Blue Raiders. Our employees at Purity Dairy are proud to be true blue supporters of Middle Tennessee athletics and their student-athletes. At Purity Dairy, we aim to be the most trusted source of wholesome, delicious dairy products for every occasion. We never forget how fortunate we are to be invited into your home, and we earn our place by holding ourselves to the highest standards. With over 100 products available in Tennessee, Alabama, and Kentucky, visit your local retailer for Purity Milk, ice cream, and more. Las Casas Drugs is a proud sponsor of Blue Raider Athletics, located at 4702 Las Casas Pike, just minutes from Murfreesboro. Las Casas Drugs strives to provide all of your pharmaceutical needs in that hometown atmosphere you deserve. Family-owned and operated, Las Casas Drugs offers free delivery, immunizations, drive through window, gift shop, merchandise, and medication management programs. Come by and see how we can make a difference. And go Blue Raiders! This has been Blue Raider Baseball on the Blue Raider Sports Network. Today's game was presented by Lewis Bakeries, Bakers of Bunny, Sunbeam, Healthy Life, and Lewis Bake Shop Reds. And Ascension St. Thomas, official hospital partner of MTSU. Let's go back to the stadium. Once again, here's Dick Palmer. Thank you. Welcome back in as the Raiders dropped the first game of this three-game series to UTSA by a score of 13-2. to two. The final unofficial totals. Well, I think we can give you official totals now. For UTSA, 13 runs, 11 hits, no errors. They strand seven. For Middle Tennessee, two runs, six hits, one error. The Raiders left nine men on base. The winning pitcher was the starter, Garza. Did a good job for them, went five and two-thirds. And the losing pitcher, Zach Keenan. Keenan went five innings, but uh, Johnny just did not uh, have it tonight. No. Takes the loss, and the Raider bullpen unable to uh, uh, stop the floodgate. Well, he got off to a, a not a bad start, but uh, he, he had a lot of trouble. He, you know, he ends up going five innings, pitched into the sixth, couldn't get anybody out in the sixth inning. And uh, he had a lot of trouble with the first hitter that he faced in uh, each of his innings, uh, except for the first inning. Good uh, good clean inning there. Uh, the first batter in the, the second, uh, if it's not uh, for uh, Snyder pulling one uh, out uh, off the wall or back from over the wall uh, that's a home run then uh, home run uh, to lead off uh, the the third a home run to lead off the fourth 
Just didn't have the the concentration, I guess. That okay, so that's that's basically the story. And you know, this game is built around pitching and defense, and uh, we didn't have the pitching tonight. Did make one error in, in the game, which uh, probably led to a, a run or two it for did them. Cost is a run. So, thirteen to two, the final. The Raiders will just have to uh, try to forget this one, as Coach says, and come back. We'll start all over. It'll be nothing, nothing when we start tomorrow's. Second game for UTSA. They are now 29 and 13 and 13 and 6 in Conference USA. And for the Raiders, they are now 21 and 18, 11 and 8 in conference play. Uh, we'll check some numbers for you. Uh, I guess while we're waiting for, uh, for Carson to uh, grab Coach Toman, Keenan went five innings. Allowed seven runs. Six of those were earned. Gave up eight hits. Did not walk anybody. Struck out yep. seven and was up to 92 pitches in those five innings. Well, we didn't walk anybody until the ninth inning. Correct. And then we walked a bunch. <laughs> we did. One, two, three, four walks. No, I'm sorry. Yeah, four, four walks in the ninth inning. In the uh, in the very last inning, and that led to five runs. Plus, we hit a couple of people in that inning. UTSA got off to a an early start with a solo home run in the third. Got four runs. Uh, got a three-run homer in the fourth. Got four runs there to make it five to nothing. Raiders came back with a Mason Spears solo home run to make it five to one. Then they got two more in the sixth to make it eight to one. Got one in the eighth to make it nine to one. And in the uh, bottom of the eighth, the Raiders scored one to make it nine to two. And and then those uh, five runs in the, make it eight to two rather, and then the five runs in the ninth. 13 to two was the final. I think Carson's about ready down on the, uh, down on the field. So we're going to go ahead and throw it down. Carson with Coach Jim Tolman. All right, Coach. Well, not a very fun night inside the dugout for you guys uh, with the final score, but um, just one of those nights that just didn't go your way. Uh, the team after? The message was to get home and get a lot of rest because we were very lethargic today and tired. I, we had a long road trip, and then we had a special night last night, and I don't, I don't know if we were quite ready to play today, but... Um, we just got to try to even the clock, and we're facing looks like a really, really good team, and maybe the best hitting team in the league, them and Old Dominion, and they showed why tonight. We couldn't get their lefties out. Keenan threw strikes, but he just couldn't get their lefties out, and then Excel's pitched okay, but uh, the rest of the relievers are so hot, but um, it's got to regroup. Told them to get off their feet. Get in early, hydrate, get some good food, and uh, rest up, and come back tomorrow. And even the series, that's just flushing. 13 to 2, or you lose 1 nothing. It's actually easier to tie. You're never happy, but 1 nothing, it's like, man, we should have won that game. So we'll be ready to play tomorrow. Yeah, quick turnaround tomorrow, but you've been in this spot before with your back against the wall and everything. Uh, this is a big series uh, against uh, one of the conference's better teams. Uh, how do you uh, respond from this? Uh, 
how um, like what what's the goal uh, tomorrow uh, coming out here? Uh, just pitch by pitch, inning by inning. Just play the game, play hard. I want I want a little bit more enthusiasm. It, it looked like we were a little lethargic, didn't have quite the energy we needed today. But you know, give their pitcher credit. He, 16 innings all year, and he he pitched a career high, I think, five or six innings, right? Five and two-thirds, he did a nice job, and the relievers also did. And they made some good plays, and, boy, they really hit the ball. So, you know, they, they thoroughly beat us, but that's why you play baseball. We're going to play tomorrow and show we're going to compete. And uh, we have done that all year, and I told the guys that nothing's changed. Uh, but, you know, we need to get, get in bed, get some rest, and come out fighting tomorrow and see what happens. All right, sounds good. We'll see you tomorrow, Coach. Uh, appreciate it. Carson Herbert down on the field with Coach Jim Tolman. As uh, that's that's the game plan. Come out, compete tomorrow. That's all you can do, John. That is all you can do. Uh, how about a quick roundup here now? Very quick, because there's <laughs> uh, there are not many highlights. Uh, gosh, over on the uh, Texas San Antonio side, I, I'd say that uh, Sammy Diaz goes three for four. Uh, he has a pretty good night, but uh, the night of nights. Goes to the second baseman, Barry Layton, who goes two for four with five RBI. That, uh, a couple of those off for home runs. Over on the Blue Raiders side, not much to talk about. Brett Coker goes two for three and drives in a run. The other run driven in by Mason Spears, and that was a solo home run. Uh, the pitching, uh, we uh, talked about that uh, a lot uh, a few minutes ago. Daniel Garza goes five and two-thirds, which was a career high for him. Uh, he gave up one run, just one run in, uh, in that time, five hits, walked one, struck out seven. I thought he was pretty darn good, and I suspect he'll get another weekend start. A couple of relievers close it out. Uh, Zach Keenan, we talked about Zach. He just wasn't on tonight, and about the best you can say is Jack Julian came on when we needed to get one more out, and he got that uh, 27th out. Uh, uh, what you've got is a win for Garza. He's now 2-0. and Keenan takes the loss. He drops to 4-4. Four and four. No save. We played this thing in three hours and 22 minutes, and we're back at it again tomorrow. All right. Uh, game time tomorrow, 3 o'clock. Pre-game at 245, unless... There is a threat of weather coming in Sunday. Then just kind of uh, check your social media tomorrow. And uh, if, if we have to play a doubleheader, I think it'll start at 1 o'clock. So just uh, as uh, Coach Earl always told me, stay tuned. <laughs> Thanks to uh, my partner, John Callow. And we will see you tomorrow night. Dick Farmer, our studio engineer tonight, has been Zach Woodard, wishing you a very good night from the ballpark. This isn't your regular cola, so this isn't your regular cola ad. This is Nitro Pepsi, the first cola ever infused with nitrogen. Think an infusion of smaller bubbles for a cola that's got a lighter, smoother texture. And don't get me started on the pour. We're talking turn the can completely upside down and watch as those bubbles cascade into the glass to create a frothy, luxurious foam topping. This is cola like you've never had it before. New Nitro Pepsi. Smooth, creamy, delicious. 
Today's game is brought to you in part by proud partners of Blue Raider Athletics, Grannis & Associates, certified public accountants. They provide a full range of tax preparation, accounting, and bookkeeping services for both business and individual needs. That's Grannis & Associates. Give them a call at 615-895-1040 or visit Grannis & Associates online at gcpas.com. Nothing is more expensive than a missed opportunity that could have changed your life. Maybe you're just graduating high school, or are working and need to earn a degree to advance your career. Or you aspire to be a leader, and a graduate degree can make that happen. Whether you're just starting out or retooling for the future, Middle Tennessee State University can help you get there. MTSU, the University of Opportunities. At Ascension St. Thomas, care is more than a word. Care is serving our patients, standing with them in times of need, and showing compassion when they're at their most vulnerable. Care is listening and delivering personalized plans from a team of specialists, providing leading-edge treatments at every step. At Ascension St. Thomas, care is more than a word. It's our calling. Make your next appointment at GetSTHealthCare.com. Any way you slice it, your game day won't be complete without soft, delicious bunny bread and bunny buns, an official corporate partner of Blue Raider Athletics. Whether you're watching with friends, cheering in the stands, or tuning in at home, count on Bunny to help strike out hunger and give you energy. So pick up some bunny buns and bunny bread today. It's sure to be a home run. That's what I said. It's just a few cocktails at happy hour. There aren't any cops around. After every game, we always have a few. It's no big deal. It was just a few drinks. I'm good. Hey, I can hold my liquor. I drink and drive all the time. If you put away some drinks, put away your keys. Fans don't let fans drive drunk. Brought to you by the Tennessee Highway Safety Office. This has been Blue Raider Baseball. Today's game was presented by Lewis Bakeries, bakers of Bunny, Sunbeam, Healthy Life, and Lewis Bake Shop Breads. And Ascension St. Thomas, official hospital partner of MTSU. The preceding has been a Learfield presentation of the Blue Raider Network. <laughs>